Hello and happy new year. Thank you so much for tuning in to For the Love of Self podcast. Today, I'm going to be sharing some tips with you all about setting intentions for the year. Whether you have goals, intentions, or resolutions for this year, this podcast is going to be for you. Um, Some people don't like to set resolutions. They kind of brush it off as like, ugh, who cares, whatever. But there's, for all of us, there's always a a desire to, to be improved, to grow, to make things better in our lives. We might have the desire, but we may not know how to get from point A to point B. So I'm going to be sharing some tips today that will help you get on track so that you can make 2023 the best year yet. So stay tuned. Welcome to For the Love of Self podcast, where we teach you the tools of manifestation through the power of deep self-love in body, mind, and spirit. This is your host, Heather Graham Murphy, certified embodiment coach and trauma-informed breathwork facilitator. And by listening to this podcast, your self-love journey begins. Please enjoy. So I was recently mentioning in a TikTok video about how for people who struggle with depression, you might feel apathy about setting quote-unquote goals or intentions, or you just might not really know what you want or what you need to improve your life in some way because the depression can be so overwhelming at times. A lot of times for both people that struggle with depression and anxiety, um, our mental health gets in the way of us accomplishing what we want because we have bad days sometimes. And I think that there's this mentality in the personal development world that requires us to push through to do hard things and to um, be consistent with those things. And while that's true and that works for some people, it doesn't really allow space for what's happening for people that are struggling with mental health. And so in the work that I do, I really help people to learn how to utilize the struggles within their mental health to propel them forward and to use it as an opportunity for growth. So today I just wanted to share a few tips with you because there's like a million tips I could share with you. And I'm going to be doing a workshop on this Wednesday. If you're listening to this um, on January 2nd, I'm going to be doing a workshop on January 4th um, at 10 a.m. PST, I believe it is. You can sign up in the show notes below. And we're going to be talking all about why goal like setting traditional goals don't doesn't work and I'll be sharing a little bit about that today too um we're going to be setting intentions and it's really about getting authentically aligned that's what it's called it's called authentically aligned and when we get down to this authenticity it becomes much easier to fulfill our our desired outcomes so I hope you decide to join me even if you can't make the live call you can always catch the replay so be sure to sign up I hope to see you there I just want to take a second before I go over my three tips for the day is that I'm actually going to move the first goal (laughs) to the second position because I feel like it's important for me to share that the first goal should actually be to take January to reflect and prepare for said goals or intentions. Okay, so if you're a mom, which I know a lot of my listeners are moms, 
then you have been super busy in December. Whatever holiday it is that you celebrate, you probably have been doing a lot. And you're probably really burnt the freaking A out. <laughs> I know that after we celebrate Christmas, but after Christmas, I was just like, I'm done. <laughs> I don't want to do anything. So, um, you know, I think a lot of people feel this like rush and anxiety to think about like, okay, I have like one week after the holiday to figure out my entire plan for 2023 or whatever the year, you know, whatever year it is. And so I want to invite you to think about how, you know, our, our calendar system has changed so much, but it doesn't really mean anything that like you have to start your implementation of goals on January 1st and spend the next, you know, make the most of the next 365 days, you know, um, that's a great attitude to have, but it, it leads to burnout. So I just really want to invite you to take some time in December or I mean, January to really set yourself up, take time to reflect, take time to set up and prepare the systems that you need and the habits that you're going to be tracking, which I'll be talking about in the, in the second tip that I have for you. And still, you know, still taking action, you know, for me right now, I'm really focusing on setting up a art studio. So like, I want to be making art as much as possible, but that's hard to start on January 1st when like, I've been really busy in December. So, you know, January is me taking my time to declutter and get rid of stuff and, you know, setting up everything that I need but also experimenting, experimenting with different patterns or habits that I want to implement, you know, like when you're like, okay, I have a goal that I'm going to work out five days a week. And then, you know, you do it for the first week or two of January and you're like, that's just too much. You know, you are, you're working a full-time job or, you know, mom life, all the things that you have going on. Maybe that's just not going to work. So you have to make some adjustments, always be willing to make adjustments. So really just allow yourself to rest. I think that, you know, we came into winter towards the end of December. It was the winter solstice. So why not spend January and even February just really reflecting and preparing yourself for the coming year and really leaning into that hibernation feeling? It doesn't mean like sit around and do nothing, but definitely welcoming in rest is great and just honoring what you really need in this time. So James Clear has talked about how he doesn't ever want to bash on goals. The thing that's so great about goals or resolutions or intentions is that it gives you a sense of clarity. It gives you the idea of the desired outcome. But his famous quote is, you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. And so he, he talks about this idea of identity-based systems. He speaks about identity-based habits, right? So like, what do you need to be doing in order to achieve the goal? And so he uses running as an example, like you're gonna, um, you know, your goal is to run a half marathon. So you spend X amount of time 
training and running and you have your systems and your habits. So what James Clear is proposing here is that it is the habits and the systems that we need to implement and focus on as opposed to the goal. Now, he talks about how he doesn't want to bash on goals because goals provide clarity and direction. It is the North Star of where we're going, what we're headed towards. But we have to build a foundation in order to get to that place. And then the other thing that he mentions, and I want to get into the systems and the habits, but he mentioned this idea about how like when we when we fall to the systems, then when we get to that goal, then those systems take us beyond the goal because sometimes people think like, oh, I'll be happy when I get to X, Y, Z. Sometimes the problem is, is that people get to the desired outcome, you know, they manifest the the money, the job, the, the relationship, and it's great. And there's this, um, you know, wonderful experience. And then they fall off of the systems. They're not depend. They're not dependent on the systems anymore. So he talks about like how this is their your systems and your habits should be identity based habits. Like so, he uses the running example when you're training for a marathon. Let let's say um, you aren't just focused on like the goal because then you're you're just moving towards like I'm just gonna go run this marathon. But once the marathon is over, then you're not really going anywhere. You're not headed in any sort of direction. You're not a runner anymore. When you're in that training zone, you are a runner. But if you don't fall to the systems and the habits of being a runner and and a sense of identity around those habits, then after the marathon is over, then you may find it hard to kind of get on to the next goal or whatever it is that you desire. I hope that makes sense. So the main objective here is that you want to create good habits. Like what is, if you want to start a business, you know, what is that business owner doing? If you want to be someone with better style, I'm like sharing my, my own resolutions here. I want to have better style, you know, like what does a person do that, um, has good style? You know, they look for clothes, they go shopping, they make time for that stuff. Um, so yeah, it's really thinking about like that version of yourself, like what kind of identity are you going to create around that goal so that you can really implement and embody them into your sense of being. And my final tip today is <laughs> to be realistic. Set the bar low. No, I I feel like this sounds terrible, especially in the personal development world, but there is this sort of like sometimes toxicity in personal development that you know, and I kind of mentioned it earlier, but it's about like doing things that are uncomfortable and hard and whatever. You should, you should be pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. But for people that struggle with anxiety and depression, this can be really, this can really wreak havoc on our nervous system. And so that's why so much of the work that I teach is about embodiment and regulating the nervous system, because it's doesn't feel very good and it's not good for our self-confidence when we push ourselves out of our comfort zone on a regular basis. It's about like pushing ourselves to our edge, of course, but not so much so that we're dysregulated and um, 
and you know that leads that can lead to like self-sabotage and other toxic behaviors that just completely break our goal you know that completely make us fall off of our desired outcomes our goals so when I wanted to get back into working out again you know I was definitely one of the people that in 2020 I had put on weight and I fell off of working out and I lost my art studio like everything just I feel like it's it's been it's been hard and I feel like I'm just coming back to me, I guess, for the first time in a while. And a lot of the intentions that I'm setting for myself have been around just like recovery, recovering from whatever that pandemic situation did to me. Um, And so anyway, when I when I wanted to get back into fitness and everything, which is just crazy. It's so weird to me, like, when I observe, like, my previous self, how, like, my sense of identity and everything around, like, you know, the food I cooked and the working out, like, how that's who I was. Like, I I worked out and I ate really clean, healthy food. And um, I don't know, just the pandemic made it really hard. And, um, I think I fell into like a high functioning depression (laughs) and didn't realize it. So anyway, when I wanted, I'll get to the point when I wanted to implement working out again, you know, I tried to like, I was like, I'm going to do 20 minutes, you know, whatever it was, some goal and it wasn't working. I kept just like, ugh, like I didn't, I couldn't get it done. I couldn't, it wasn't happening. It just was not happening. Whether it was, it was consciously or unconsciously. And so I set this like really low bar goal and it was like, okay, like I am going to do five to 10 minutes of working out three days a week. And so I did that for like three months, maybe. Yeah, it was about three months and it worked. And I got the dopamine from, from achieving a goal, you know, because it was easy. And so that's the thing is like, I was doing that. So now I'm up to working 20 minutes. Uh, I can do 20 minute workouts three days a week. And, you know, I'll just build off of that. At some point I might add on more. And so it's really like thinking about these different levels or these stairs, right? And there's nothing wrong with setting like super low bar goals because especially for us with depression and anxiety, it's just, it can be so hard. There are really off days and you are going to have to get out of your comfort zone and you are going to have to do hard things. There's definitely days where I don't want to do, you know, it'll be like, cause I do three, um, workouts a week. So and I track them on a little tracker. And so if I see that, like, I only got two done and it's Sunday, I'm just like, okay, I don't feel like doing it. I feel sluggish and tired, but I'm just going to, like, drag my ass through the through the, um, through the the workout. You know, I'm just going to do my best. And I've done, like, the most sloppy, like, 20-minute workouts just because I was like, ugh. But it's the same thing with your five or 10 minute ones. Some, sometimes you just feel like I just 
don't want to do it. But that is where you can just use your mindset work and say, like, I can handle five or ten minutes. And and then you build up from there. You know, over a couple of months, you're like, or like eight, five minutes, ten minutes, that's nothing. You know, so you are expanding and stretching your capacity for achieving bigger goals and pushing through and doing harder things, but not in a way that completely dysregulates you and leads you into failure. The other thing about doing it this way is that it creates trust with yourself and it decreases anxiety. You know, like you're not setting this like, and I think a lot of people with anxiety set really lofty goals because they might struggle with perfectionism or something. And so I, and that was me for a long time was that I just like would set a million lofty goals without any sense of like the, the systems that I needed for one that I mentioned earlier, but that it was just like, it was too hard. And like, I had bad days. So we need to like make space for those bad days and not feel like, oh, I have to do like an hour workout seven days a week. (laughs) That's just not realistic. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed these three tips today. I hope that they encourage you to set some resolutions, goals, intentions, whatever you want to call them, you know, to bring something in your life, to manifest something into your life. Um, and break past your limiting beliefs about what's possible for you too, by setting those easy, attainable, low bar goals. Uh, I feel so bad saying it that way, but it's like, there's no shame. And, you know, this is about, this is about the systems and creating an identity. And we do that in baby steps. We don't want to take these huge leaps. Thinking about that, especially like what I mentioned, where, with people who struggle with mental health, you can, it's like running a marathon before ever doing, running a mile, you know, you're like, you, you gotta like take baby steps and be kind and loving to yourself so that you can get to where you want to be. So please join me for Authentically Aligned on Wednesday, the 4th, January 4th. I can't wait to see you there. I'm super excited to share my tools and techniques about how you can really make 2023 the year that you accomplish your goals. All right. Love you guys. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed sharing it with you. If you found this episode helpful in any way, I want to invite you to send it to someone who would benefit from it. Also, consider leaving a rate and review for the podcast as it really does help the podcast get to the top of the recommendations list so that even more people can get on the self-love train. Come follow me over on Instagram and TikTok at forthelove.of.self. That's at forthelove.of.self. Shoot me a message and let me know what your favorite takeaways were. I love meeting new people and watching them grow. And thank you again so much for tuning in today as it really is an honor to be here with you. We'll catch you in the next one. Oh, and of course, don't forget to subscribe.